Hello and welcome everybody to a very special episode of Stadium Connect North. I'm John, aka Four Scars Gaming, and I'm joined here by my co-host Ninja Guy X. How you doing? Pretty good, thank you. Good, good. We've also got Fletch and hello, hello. M- <laughs> and MM2K. How are you? How's everybody doing today? Oh, I'm fine. Fine Monday afternoon slash early evening. Oh, awesome. good. Yeah. <laughs> Excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we've got uh, two very special guests here today. We're going to get right into it here, all the way over from the Netherlands, uh, from Kioken Interactive. Uh, they are going to be bringing us, the Stadia community, Deliver Us the Moon. So without any further ado, we'll go ahead and bring them on in. Here we go. Hello, hello. How are you? Hey. Hey, guys. Hey. Thank you so much for joining us today. And not also just talking to us, but the Stadia community as a whole. Um, <clears throat> again, we're going to be mind- very mindful of your time here. Uh, we know that you're very busy and appreciate you taking that time out to speak with us. So if you if we could start off here, uh, maybe just first uh, introduce yourselves here. Tell us a little bit about yourself and... Uh, We'll go from there. Yeah, I'll start. Uh, first of all, I, I'd like to thank you guys. I mean, that was a very cool intro. I uh, <laughs> was I wasn't I didn't know what to expect, but that was uh, you know even like counting down. It felt like already launching a rocket, guys. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good start. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. perfect theme for today. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. that's, uh, exactly. I, I felt lifting off, so I'm uh, I'm ready. <laughs> now I'm uh, I'm uh, Koen Deeman. I'm the uh, yeah the, the CEO and game director and uh, also as well the founder of the company. And uh, in front of me is I'm Berlin Wasta. I'm the game designer at uh, Keoken. I've been here now for, uh, since 2017, so a while now. And uh, yeah. I've got Koen mostly most of my time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, we. Uh, I think usually there's also Paul, uh, the other founder of the company, talking a lot. But this time, I think it's very cool to have more, uh, yeah, developer side that is talking to you guys. <laughs> very nice. Yeah, it makes it more private. You know, we're just two person. We get to to know uh, some specific people uh, from the team, which is kind of nice. Um, one of the questions we were wondering is how did Kyoken came to be, you know, uh, how did uh, the company start uh, from everything, you know? Yeah, so this is definitely one for me. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah you have to put your Sorry. microphone a little bit. You have to it's almost better? almost eat the microphone. Yeah, it was like it's so uncomfortably <laughs> close. Oh, it's it. <laughs> I'll be talking like that from now on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, starting a company was, um, I mean, you know, we we... Paul and me are, uh, well, first of all, we're brothers. So uh, it's, oh. it's literally a wow. family company. And That's it was, cool. you know, back back in, uh, I think it's already now eight years ago, nine years, we were literally on our kitchen table for like former, the house of my dad. We, we stole our uh, sister's whiteboard and we started to like draft up ideas to make games. And... Uh, my background is more uh, in the game area. I did some uh, game design studies, and Paul's background is more into film and trailer music production. And we literally sat down and said, like, what what companies are are 
like the, the game companies that we look up to. And I have to say, we have in the Netherlands, we have Guerrilla Games who did their own IPs. And we were like, well, why not try also uh, create a triple A AAA developer from the ground up? So uh, that's what we literally set out for uh, with Kaoken. And uh, let's say that road was a tough, hard road, but uh, we're, we're trying to get there. <laughs> So it's still an ongoing uh, adventure for you guys, looks like. Uh, you'll Absolutely. keep building up some more, and that's very cool. Um, so now, you know, that picks my curiosity. So, uh, you know, your, your name is um, Cohen, and the name of the company is Kyoken. So we're wondering, like, how did the name come up? Well, yeah, that, that has a lot to do with me as well, <laughs> because... Uh, <laughs> I have to say that uh, before before like uh, going on to this adventure of developing, I did a lot of esports <clears throat> also together with my brother, and uh, we did it in the Counter Strike era. So you know yeah. there were big prize pots or something. We just won a hundred bucks with the entire team. So that was more or less the 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 bigger uh, prize uh, amounts. But internationally we had like this clan called uh, vidoc back then and vidoc is uh i was the the leader of the clan and my name was kyoken or kyoken uh, back in the day so as it started as a sole proprietorship i of course went with one of the closest things and that was my name back then because um we we've became the the capture the flag five on five number one in four years. So I thought, hey, if the name actually got me luck a first time, maybe we should move on it and, and get it, uh, I don't know, a second time as a, as a game company. Uh, so that's where literally the name derives from. Hmm. That's very smart in a way too, because um, like if people search that team that you had, you know, well, now they're going to be directed to that uh, development team. So they might be interested in, in the games that you guys are developing. Yeah. Um, now in the background, I see a very nice looking penguin, uh, you know, <laughs> and yeah. uh, we were wondering like, you know, is there any significance to uh, to your mascot or, you know, your logo of the company? And uh, are, so, are you going to tell me that this is part of your eSport uh, team also? Or? No, uh, but it does belong to me. Okay. <laughs> uh, of course. You know, if you if you have to think about a logo or or like a mascot, it's it's yeah you you it's really hard to uh, to figure something out, and especially when coming up with a name. We I, I once read an article about like just start with like that's something that's very close to yourself and and what you like to 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 mean by it. And uh, the penguin is is something I actually that's like a little stuffed animal I have with me since i was i think three years old and ever since i had that little guy he always somehow radiated a positive vibe he stands really for you know uh, an, an, an optimistic vibe the, the the penguin really never radiates anything negative so that's why i thought like hey if i can bring over that idea of a positive penguin you know, as a as a, maybe something to go for in the company. You know, like a culture that we always try to uh, be optimistic, even in the worst times. And we've 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 had some hard times <laughs> during <laughs> this uh, development. Yeah. But the penguin kind of always smiles, and and he tries to you know look up. That's what what it is. 
Awesome. It's nice. really strange in our company culture, right? Because there is a really this positive vibe in the office. It's a really yeah. special positive vibe that I think belongs to Kyokun. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's uh, even in the worst times, we still try yeah. to uh, to get that in the culture, and it's still there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. It's cool that you associate your logo with. Uh, you know the vibe that that your company has, so it, it's good that I, I mean, like like you have it on the wall. It's good to have it everywhere, I guess, to just show uh, you know the positive vibe, which I like. Um, so you've mentioned that uh, you know your your ultimate goal is to become a triple A uh, company, basically. And you know, I have I have the list of the beautiful uh, team that you you have, and it's very it's very uh, a big handful. I didn't expect so many people. So uh, you know, in general, how many people are are in your team at the moment? How many are we now? Right now, we are so, like thirty. Yeah, yeah, but that's, wow. yeah, but that didn't work. Those didn't work on deliver us the moon. So in the time okay. of deliver us the moon, we were like 10, 15. Oh my gosh! So it's really the the list of of credits is of course longer, but that's because people kind of you know one leaves and then the other comes in in place for them. So um, yeah, it wasn't that many people at one time. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I see. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so I swear I'm not the only one asking question here, uh, but <laughs> my my time is up. I, I have all my questions done, so I leave it to uh, to John for the next okay. questions. Yeah. Oh, alrighty. So now that we've learned uh, a little bit about you here, let's let's talk about Deliver Us the Moon. Um, for those that don't know, can you tell us uh, a little bit about the game? Like, how did the idea come about? What's the premise of the story? What's gameplay like? Um, you know, just like the the four one one on it for those that know absolutely nothing about the game and are are looking forward to it coming to Stadia next month. Yeah, so the idea actually came from uh, Coombs' brother Paul, who's also the founder of Kyokun, um, and uh, they were kind of still at the kitchen table. <laughs> they were gonna <laughs> come up with uh, with ideas, and uh, one of the ideas that he pitched was the Moon Man game, where there was this astronaut going uh, into space all alone and, and go to the moon. Um, and that kind of grew out to be the game for Deliver Us the Moon. True. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would say, uh, or I'd like to add that uh, Moon Man, as, as much as it uh, used inspirations from like films from Duncan Jones Moon or Interstellar or 2001 Space Odyssey, mm -hmm. um, because we're also big movie fans, uh, and to some extent, I sometimes think sh we, we it seems like we're trying to direct a movie sometimes in in, in games or or in in Deliver Us. It clearly is a yeah s s cinematic experience at times. Mm -hmm. I, I would like to say, and uh, then again, uh, of course, a um, yeah an, a narrative adventure that you're taking combined with some puzzling, I would say, and, and you're really kind of figuring out what's going on to your path. So there's also always a constant mystery kind of in, in front of you that you want to unravel. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, that's, that's very interesting. So there's a little bit, so, so gameplay wise, you, there's um, uh, like a, the third person view and also there's going to be some puzzles and whatnot that, that you're going to have to solve in order to advance. Is that correct? Yeah, for the gameplay, we actually use a mixed perspective. So you have uh, both first and third person sections. Um, and the first okay. person is really to get that immersive feel in uh, zero G mainly. 
Um, and then the uh, the gameplay overall is really a mix of a lot of stuff. So you have uh, uh, puzzles, which is a main thing, um, but also uh, platforming and um, uh, a lot of narrative that comes into along. But, but you know, really figuring out that mystery for yourself instead of being it, it being handed to you on a, on a plate. So you know, definitely go scour the environment and see what you can find because there are a lot of things hidden in there that. Uh, <laughs> That are there to find, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, uh, on average, would what would you say, like, you know, if if not to see and to do everything, but what could people maybe expect gameplay wise, like <clears throat> hours, like how many hours would could they spend uh, in order to complete the game? So, um, what I, funny enough, what what we see in our uh, target audience and demographic is that. Apparently, we've made a game that the old adventure gamer is really loving. So, what you see is that there's like, uh, yeah, people that are maybe 30 plus, but also I think one of the the oldest is actually 80 plus that played this game. Uh, oh wow! The 50 plus year old gamer is funny enough taking their note block literally next to this and starting to write stuff up. So. As much oh, as we yeah. try to to get a lot of things recorded in the game as well, so you don't need that notebook uh, like at some point. But it's it still gives that that feeling or something that the old adventure gamer, um, mm -hmm. yeah, kind of gets from our game. And uh, if you would time this, I I would say, you know, it's 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 a story that you can manage to to finish. I, I mean, that's mm -hmm. let's, let's say that nowadays it's really tough to finish certain games and. Uh, I think if you're very time constrained, uh, for example, I have kids right now, I have two young mm -hmm. children that I, once I start to boot up some of these consoles, I'm first an hour I'm updating the whole thing, then there's another hour updating your game, uh, and then you can finally f play, but at some point, yeah, the kid is waking up already, and then, you know, it just stops. <laughs> and then your stops. kid wants the controller, and then you can't play anymore at all. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and, and with our game, I mean, if you start with that redemption, I mean, I, I could barely get off my horse, and I would already have to quit the game, so it's, it's very manageable, and yeah, I would say, yeah, if you if you take a good, like if you critical path, you know, don't really net take care of the environment, you would maybe take around five hours. But if you would take enough time to scour everything around you, yeah, probably maybe seven, eight, it depends. It really depends yeah. on how long you would take. It depends. it depends on how long you want to put into it, too. I've seen people put in 12 to 14 hours to... Um, wow. Yeah, looking through the environments, but I think for the main game, if you just want to play through it, then five to six hours is probably the most accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, that that that's good to hear. And um, I know that there's a lot of people in the community that are like uh, achievement hunters. Are there achievements in the game and for people to strive for? Yeah, there are definitely achievements in the game. And uh, probably <laughs> some of them, like some of them are really hard to get. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> there we go. So we've got someone on the panel here, Fletch. He's an achievement hunter. He loves to get the achievements in 100% game. So there you go, Fletch. You can look forward to uh, getting 100% here on Deliverance. Oh, very much. Very much. I think the uh, Stadia Hunters community will love that. <laughs> yeah, we'll mention it to them. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that is awesome. <clears throat> so I don't know if, if, if you could maybe share with us... Um, a lot of people in the community like to know, like, 
specifics about the game as far as like what the target resolution and frame rate is. Do you know what, what that's running at on Stadia? Uh, honestly, uh, we have to, and I, I'm sorry, but I have to disappoint on the deeper technical side. We cannot really reveal anything yet. So, okay. Yeah, but it's, uh, I, I've seen it play around on, uh, on Stadia and I have to say, I'm, I'm quite impressed with, uh, how it's already doing. So I can keep it at that. <laughs> okay. 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 Great. Um, and I know uh, when the game was initially announced, uh, it said that it was coming out next month in April. Uh, but keen listeners here on the Stadia community listening to the Wired Productions podcast heard, I believe it was Fletch, was it last week uh, that there was announced? April 22nd being the, the launch date uh, on Stadia. Uh, yeah, that's what I heard in the Wired podcast. And also I listened to the Wired podcast where you guys were on <laughs> with them as well the other day. So <laughs> yep. I, uh, I, I don't actually know. So uh, oh, okay. I, there's, there's a <laughs> they're taking I care of that. Yes. Careful of, but uh, <laughs> uh, honestly, if you've heard that, then um, I have yet to check about that. But uh, okay. there's also a couple of other interesting things that uh, Wired can uh, can share very soon. So I uh, oh yeah. okay yeah, that's, that's oh interesting interesting. Okay, so we'll leave it at that. We won't try and, and, and get any ju juicy secrets from you here, but more to come. We can look forward from Wired um, about Deliver Us the Moon. So further announcements on that as well. That's awesome. Awesome, yep. awesome, awesome. Um, and I guess one last question for me on this particular section here. Um, have you, uh, for the Stadia version, have you implemented um, any Stadia-specific features such as state share? Um, or is it just like, you know, very, like, the same as the uh, other ports on the other platforms? Uh, for now, I... Uh... I can't really say what type of features are in there, <laughs> but okay. um, I did. No, that's, so, that's okay. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure if you, if you're also uh, figuring out the, like uh, the question about the last uh, Stadia connector. I saw that there's a couple of interesting uh, developments going on. How mm -hmm. porting, for example, should work in the in the future, but that is of course very new uh, tech. So uh, currently, we've really just ported the, the Stadia version as it uh, gone before. Oh, okay. Okay, great. Because that's uh, actually that uh, Fletch here was going to be moving into some <laughs> questions uh, about that. So Fletch, I'll, I'll let you uh, go ahead over here and, and uh, ask away. No problem. Yeah, so obviously we know we had the Google for Games Developer Summit last week, and they did mention low change porting being one of those options for developers moving forward for bringing games to Stadia. Have you guys had any trial or experience with that as of yet? Um, and, no, it, it was uh, absolutely nice to hear that. And then I also said, like, w that would, would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we went the harder route. <laughs> yeah. um, so with, with the overall porting of Stadia, how... how was it relatively easy for you guys to bring over at the moment or, or how, what was your head getting around sort of the Vulcans sort of side of it? Uh, yeah, uh, wouldn't, uh, yeah, I would be lying if it didn't give us headaches at points, but it's not uh, as crazy as, uh, for example, uh, native console versions, but it's, it's absolutely easier, but it's not uh, easiest, I would like to say, maybe like that. 
as with everything in development, yeah. it just doesn't yeah. work like 1500 before yeah. it does. So. It's just that push of a button, right? And then it rolls out. Convert and then you just select the platform, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do. Yeah, so I think yeah. that's sort of my questions. Um, I wanted to ask more around that sort of developer summit anyway. <laughs> There's no loads, a lot of interesting things about that. So I'll pass MM2K. I know he has a few questions as well to ask you guys. All right, all right. great. Hey, hey, guys, I want to thank you all so much for coming here. I mean, the stated community really appreciates it. And we thank you so much for slicing yes. out a piece of your time here. Um, this game looks great. Uh, I can't wait to play it myself. So uh i just just to close out with a few questions what are your thoughts on cloud gaming and specifically stadia so um funny enough is uh my 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 example just now of having the kids yeah you're is, a stadia. Mm -hmm. i i i am actually <laughs> having stadia from the get-go i have a founder's edition myself oh, wow. oh nice awesome awesome yeah. yeah. And it, it was mainly because I uh, I saw this come up and I, I, I thought like, okay, so if it works, if it really is that just jump in and go, mm -hmm. then I actually might find benefit from this. So uh, I got it and I have to say i use it quite often <laughs> so <laughs> um and it's i'm i have to say the cloud gaming uh thing honestly stadia is doing that at the best for now uh because I really can jump in aside from, you know, you have to accept those terms usually, and that's only mm -hmm. blocking you from an even smoother entrance into a game. But um, for me, it opened up a lot of discovery of games I wouldn't even find otherwise, uh, aside yes. from Game Pass, for example, that's very good for discovery. But mm -hmm. uh, that's one thing. And also, uh, you know, if, if you really, really are about that, like super native, like running great every second and every frame counts, of course, you can just jump in another version somewhere. But to me, uh, for, yeah, I've, I've uh, and, and to be specific, Little Nightmares, my, yeah, don't get oh, me wrong, yeah. guys, but my little daughter loves that game. It's <laughs> strange, but she loves the game, and I've played it almost on every platform right now. Wow. But usually, we also play it a lot on Stadia because she can just jump in and she can play around. And um, now it's great. Uh, great for discovery, great for... Um, sometimes I even forget about the, that there is maybe a bit of latency, but it's... Yeah very unnoticeable almost and um with other cloud platforms it's it's i think it's tougher it's uh, mm -hmm. I, I mean stadia is getting that very nicely right now awesome awesome um are you currently are you guys currently working on anything now that you can tell us about we are working on something but Oh, no, right. <laughs> I have to say, yeah, what, what can we say about it? But besides the fact that I'm extremely excited, I, I want to talk about it. But... Oh, <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I mean, could, could you could you mention, is it possible what you're working on will be coming to Stadia? Is it a possibility? I, I won't deny. <laughs> yes. Smart man. Okay. Smart man. Okay. Okay. Good enough. It's absolutely. All right. Great stuff. 
amazing <laughs> i have to say now we we've we've been privileged to uh you know to, that we can even bring it to stadia for example with deliver us to moon but the fact that we can work on the the stuff we do every day is amazing and uh i hope you guys will first of all see that from uh, deliver us to moon because it was a labor of love of the entire team and uh, with ups and downs and i have to say we seriously continue that trend yeah awesome. <laughs> am, I, am i putting it right <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, no, that's it's, great stuff yeah awesome um my final question is is there anything else you would like to say or let people know who are watching or listening to the show just in general well, I think, first of all, just go play Deliver Us the Moon, try it out, see what you think of it. And I hope that you'll love it as much as we like making it. Yeah. Um, and that our passion that we had for this game really shines through and, and makes you fall in love with it as well. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. And uh, definitely, if you really are uh, about narrative uh, single players and a good story i would say don't scour the internet too much because there's a lot of things available already on the game <laughs> uh, but it's, it's absolutely worth uh, going through it yourself uh, i would say the, the the difficulty is not that steep you know it's it's good. easy for a lot of people to get into and yeah um, engage into a, a nice immersive story that yeah from start to finish will drive you forward i would like to say yeah <laughs> very nice that, that is great. awesome great stuff hey look again thank you guys so much for taking our panel questions um it's so refreshing to hear that you know developers to be founders of the platform to to have familiarity with it and to have that 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 um that degree of 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 optimism towards it so this is we can't wait till this comes to the platform you just don't understand so thank you all so much and i'm going to turn it back to john to get to any uh panel uh, or the chat questions that we have time for okay nice. actually we're going to, we're going to redirect that from me over to ninja here i see ninja's oh, okay, got a cool. question from the chat highlight it here ninja i'll let you go uh, oh sure okay so i'll yep. take that one sure so uh they're asking you guys, do you prefer to play uh, Deliver Us to the Moon with a controller or mouse and keyboard? Hmm. <laughs> That's a good one. We actually do both uh, yeah. in, the, in the studio. So I personally prefer to play with my mouse and keyboard, but the level designer sitting next to me uh, for a while, they always play with controller. So it, yeah, you can do both. <laughs> it's, it's actually 50-50 around the studio, yeah. I think. Yeah, it's, I think uh, it is. Oh, wow. It depends a little bit on what type of gamer you are. So when once you see a lot of console gamers, they usually pick up the controller. Right. I am, of course, very PC gamer uh, from origin, but I'm also getting old guys. So it's, it's really strange. Apparently, <laughs> when I hit a controller, I start to not understand things. Now it's I'm also a console gamer, but to me, it's like, yeah, I, I think whatever suits me at the time. So when once it's Stadia, I'm of course all controller and doing fine with it. I'm both. Yeah, I'm both. <laughs> That's awesome. It's awesome to hear. So it looks like we have a question, another question here from Paul. Uh, say, you said uh, you were big esports e fans and play and players. So my question is, are you considering making an esports type title? So, Good question. Uh, that's a very nice one. Well, you know, uh, running an esports team, because that's what I literally did, 
um, back when it, when you didn't earn millions of it, by the way. But uh, <laughs> it, it does, and that that is definitely not the key driver. But I would like to once run an esports team again, or or maybe as a fun thing, you know, um, and a game. Hmm. I definitely know a lot about what drives esports. So. Yeah, you never know what comes up in our crazy minds. <laughs> that, that's awesome. Neither deny nor confirm this. Exactly. <laughs> again, again. Of course, of course. Tomorrow yeah. they'll be announcing, hey, new eSport game. <laughs> so absolutely uh, on the wish list. Yeah. yeah. So we did, we did a poll uh, on the chat and we asked the people, will you be picking up Deliver Us to the Moon on Stadia? And we've got 33 vote out of it. And uh, let's just end the poll right now, if, if you're okay with that, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead and end, okay. end the poll. Yeah, there you go. So from the results, let me check here. Um, it looks like we have 81% uh, of our uh, in our chat that is going to be buying Deliver Us to the Moon uh, on Stadia, which is a fairly good uh, amount, if you if you ask me. Wow. Nice. That's a lot. I, I think that 19% maybe hit the wrong key. There's yeah, exactly. Or already have the game, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. um, I, I thought of a question maybe that uh, we could ask here. Um, it's a little bit maybe the development side over a Stadia. As far as um, if you, like, while you were bringing uh, Deliver the Moon over to Stadia, um, if any of the problems that you may have encountered, how did you find like getting technical support from the people at Stadia? Did was that easy and and something that you could you know if you had a question, you had someone that you could contact and, and get a an answer relatively quickly? Or how did you find that process working with the the support team at Stadia? Well, uh, I would say it's uh, usually a marriage between engine and, uh, of course, platform. So, and then developer. So most of the time you're talking to three or, or two, it's usually a talk between two uh, or three people. Uh, but yeah, I, I think uh, as much as you can uh, get help uh, here and there, uh, they all try whatever they can to, to make sure that you're helped and supported. Mm -hmm. yeah, that sounds good. So again, um, you being a founder uh, for when Stadia was launched back in 2019, did you have any um, thoughts or ambitions about Deliver Us the Moon, like bringing, bringing your game over to Stadia? Or is this something like that's relatively like within the last year or so that the process has started to be has, you know, started to begin to, to bring the game over? Well, as, as like a founder of the company and, of course, in uh, the first day, I would like to say I would love to make it run on a Game Boy Color, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I want to play that game. But uh, in the beginning, I would say um, I didn't, of course, Stadia still needed to, um, at the beginning of Deliver Us Moon, and this goes back to uh, 2014, I think, or 2015. Mm -hmm. But, um, of course, you want to put it out on as much platforms as possible. Uh, but once I got to experience Stadia myself, I felt like, you know, the discovery type of like uh, a couple of those games out there that are sometimes are from smaller indie studios or, or maybe games that you didn't necessarily saw around mm -hmm. um, gave me a, a good idea of like that this might be good for Deliver Us to Moon too. So yeah, I think earlier 
not just in the last year, but if we ever got the chance to get it there, yeah, we, uh, and you put all your research and you have to really think <laughs> about the platform is important, but and yeah. we're not that big uh, as much as 30 people is not a small studio, but it's also not right. big. So yeah, I thought of it early. Yeah. Okay. And I guess this Amazing. is kind of follow up, follow up question here in the chat there. I'm um, saying how long, how long ago, I don't, if you're allowed to share, how long ago did you start on the process of bringing Deliver Us the Moon over to Stadia? Uh, I can definitely say that it already started last year. Yeah. Oh, last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's good. That's very good. That's good to see. So, yeah. um, we, we know that like, you know, uh, Wired Production is your produ uh, your publisher. And, um, uh, we're wondering like, how did that relationship start? You know, like, uh, how did you guys meet and, um, you know, how, how is it like, do you guys enjoy uh, working with Wired Production? You know, how is it in general? Which version do you want, the longer or the shorter? <laughs> How long do we have yet still? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I got I got a, a, a middle version that's uh, we okay. we were uh, we had actually a rocky road um, to deliver us the moon. And, and we had a, a publisher back in the day who had a big ambition to do a lot of things uh, called Starbreeze. Sadly, we had to split ways because uh, Starbreeze went uh, into a lot of issues themselves and um, that made uh, us actually uh, without a publisher in in the year that uh was 2018 i believe and uh, yeah we were on our own again and we had to find ways to get the the game out so uh releasing the game with a with a cliffhanger uh at uh, games around gamescom 2018 we realized that it wasn't really like getting the potential out so a uh, year later, we went to GDC in 2019. We tried to get the games sold with a lot of publishers. So we talked to around 50 plus, I think, publishers around wow, and wow. literally going from like, you know, and we, we didn't even have any, uh, a lot of money. And I mean, this, these trips are very expensive. So Paul and me slept on like uh, a room uh, and you have to say like in San Francisco, that's called Tenderloin. Don't go there ever. It's really tough and really rough. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> but there was a lock on the door and that it was only cockroaches running around on my bed. Oh so, my gosh. You know, oh that's my gosh. around uh, the place we were. Uh, so after after doing that, going back to uh, PAX East and even going to Los Angeles, we've at the last day, and this is just my brother and me, like being on PAX, running an entire booth. And this was also the first year that they put like three to four days. So it was an extra long and... It's at that last day, there was like, um, I, I had like a conversation with a, a porting company that helped us out, uh, figuring also some network. And they said like, hey, you should talk to Wire Production. So we messaged them and said like, hey, you're here. And they said like, yeah, uh, what's up? So we said like, hey, let's come by the booth. And say, oh, cool, you're in the mega booth. They went by and they said like, okay, so this, uh, this game uh, looks interesting. Uh, but most of the publishers said, like, you guys, you're already out, old news, uh, what's new? And we were like, oh, shit, so it's already old. <laughs> uh, so they said, yeah, it's going to take us a month to 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 judge if we're going to do something with this. So Paul and me were like, oh, shit, so nah, that might, might take a while. But then again, they came back to us, and they were fast-tracking it, and they decided upon 
let's in a week like what they would like to do with this uh, within a month i think we already went to london where they're uh, headquartered in watford and the moment we stepped into that office it was clear to me that these guys uh you know they have so much stuff of their games they're doing and it's up to an absurd level of like love for their products i mean their collector's edition are amazing uh, it was clear that these guys were uh, gonna push the game forward in the right way so that's how we met and that's how we signed <laughs> can you imagine how long the long version is of that <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he named every cockroach you know and <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I kind of got a follow up to that, somewhat of a follow up um, to that. Sure. So, if you're not aware, we have very we have a very vigorous group of stadiums, quote unquote, in the community, and they go to developers like yourselves, and they say, "Hey, are you bringing this game to stadium? You're bringing that game to stadium?" Um, and there, we, we, there's independent developers, even single developers that are making some cool looking stuff out there. So my question to you is someone who is a, a, a profound enthusiast, as you let us know earlier, you're a Stadia founder like some of us. Um, what, would, what would be your your answer to somebody if they came to you and said, hey, should I really, I'm, I'm independent, I'm new, should I release my game on Stadia or not? What would, what would you say to them would be the benefits and the perks based upon your experience? Discovery. So mm. if, you, if you like. Awesome. Yep. If, awesome. That, that is just uh, very important as an independent developer to be discovered. And if you get that chance, as much as maybe in the beginning phase, you know, some of these uh, uh, opportunities might not be the most fruitful. But I can tell you that once you are being discovered and once people play your game, that's a different story. Awesome. That's awesome. awesome. Yep. Yeah. But that is great to see. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> um, let's see if we could take maybe a few more questions from the chat here before we go. Uh, let's mm -hmm. see here. Um, okay. I guess there is a question here. Maybe you can answer. Cloud validation says uh, on the publisher side. So what, do, as far as like wired productions, what would they take care of uh, as far as deliver us the moon? Like that's different from what you do. You wanna you wanna answer it? Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, the main division, I think, is that uh, we, as a company, are really responsible for the creative product of it and and uh, making the game, thinking of what is gonna come go in there and and actually doing it. And uh, Wired is really looking for opportunities for us. So uh, they are the ones who came up with Stadia as as a oh, okay. uh, thing to do, and then. Um, you know, they do the marketing side of, of things and make sure that the game is discovered and, and that people can actually, yeah, play it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd like to add that they really function as, uh, you know, they they try to take in account all the the yeah the the opportunities on where you could put the game. Uh, for example, one of the biggest dreams we've had was put it in a box. I mean, oh, yeah, you yeah. know. As much as it is like useless almost now, like everything is digital, and I mean now you don't even own it. Uh, like so, to some extent, it's like we're <laughs> in the cloud. So, yep. but uh, yeah, I mean even you know to the physical extent, but also to the cloud extent, it's they they really try to put their developer 
upfront and, and make sure that they uh, get the potential out of the product. That, that, that's good. Awesome. Great to hear. Um, I don't I don't know if we have any other questions in the chat there or if anybody from the panel. Yeah, uh, I have one. Um, okay. yeah. As someone who uses Stadia <laughs> yourself, do you have a favorite game that you currently play or have played on Stadia? <laughs> yeah, if I have to see times, I definitely am the most biggest Little Nightmares 1 and 2 player. <laughs> I even brought all the additions to it because my daughter just keeps harassing me about it. I am definitely <laughs> the biggest player there, for sure. If they clock my time, they're saying, what's that guy doing? This game, did he play it over a million times? Pro yeah, I did. Wow. So I have to I say a little more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. Uh, okay, yeah, I, I, I guess that, that looks like it's going to wrap it up here for us. Again, thank you so much. We really do uh, appreciate you taking, uh, both of you taking the time out of your busy, busy day and schedule here to talk to us and the Stadia community, sharing your thoughts, uh, learn, us learning more about Deliver Us the Moon. Um, and we will definitely keep our eyes peeled for more news on the game in the near future from Wired Productions here. Uh, maybe we can bug Steve over on uh, the Discord and see if he could. You can always <laughs> try. Well. But yeah, yeah, you, yeah, we can always try, right? Um, yeah, so I think uh, that is it. Oh, actually, there might be one, one question here uh, from Paul right before we go. And let's see here. Um, would you ever consider making a cloud-only game? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I know it's kind of a curveball there. It depends uh, uh, how much opportunity that gives me as a studio to move forward with all those people. So I have the responsibility of all those people working for us. So if it if it would make sense, yeah, I mean, there, then there's a lot of ways. But I would like to say that nowadays you see that the more platforms you can try to put your game out for smaller studios, that's usually the the route to take. Um, but yeah, that's that's what it is, I think. <laughs> okay. okay, great. All right. Well, as I said, uh, we are uh, looking forward to more news, uh, not only about Deliver Us from the Moon, but also your next upcoming project here. Uh, you neither confirmed or denied that it would come to Stadia, but the, the main <laughs> important thing is that it wasn't a no, so there's that wasn't possibility. No. Yep, it wasn't a no, so we've got a, a little possibility here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so awesome. Again, thank you again so much. Uh, and everybody in the chat here and those who are listening, uh, we really do appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, from there, we'll go ahead and uh, we'll see everybody later take care everyone thanks so much thanks, thanks for the for time guys bye thank bye. you bye, bye, -bye. <laughs>